0: Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Care, founder of Launch And today we're going to be talking about equity. Not in terms of you're the startup founder and you're trying to figure out how much equity to give to someone. But we're going to flip the table today and talk about if you're going to be working at a startup, how much equity should you be asking for? And today's question comes from James. And he has a very specific situation that we're going to be talking about. But we're also going to delve into if you're thinking about working for a startup, What kind of things should you you be considering as you're trying to figure out what kind of uh, equity arrangement you should get? Should you try to get paid instead for your services instead of having it be equity? So we're going to dive into what that negotiation looks like and what you should try to get as an early stage employee. Today's question comes from James in San Francisco, California. He writes in, I'm helping out a friend that is trying to get a startup going. I'm doing some interviews and helping architect the product for him. I'm doing this as a favor currently, but I feel that I should have a slice of the business if this continues. If I want equity only, how much equity should I ask for given that I'm not full-time? Should I start to charge an hourly fee for my services to him? I prefer to just take some equity, but I'm not sure what's reasonable. Hey, James. So thanks for your question. Uh, It's something that comes up quite a bit, actually. A lot of people want to work at startups. They just don't really know how to negotiate what those terms should look like. I mean, should you ask for equity? Should you ask for salary? Are you even able to ask for salary? Should you just work hourly? How should all that structure work? So we're going to talk about James's specific situation first, and then we're going to talk about some general rules that you should follow if you're trying to get a job at a startup, what you should be doing. So James is right now currently just working kind of as a favor for his friend. Uh, Well, I'm I'm guessing it's his friend, or at least somebody he knows, hopefully. (laughs) He's not just doing this for some random person. But he's doing some work for his friend, just helping on the technical side. He seems to think that this is probably going to continue. So first, good on James. uh, If you're listening to this, uh, I'm, I'm hoping you're still listening, that you're actually starting to think about how you should structure your deal. One of the things that I've seen has bred a lot of discontent with early stage employees is they don't have this conversation early enough. You should have this conversation as early as possible. I, I wouldn't even really consider doing free work for someone until you have at least something, even a handshake deal that's like, hey, cool, I'll help you for a couple of weeks, but I'd really like to sit down and talk about you know, what salary or hourly pay or equity is going to look like because I really want to help you guys out But obviously, I'm really good at what I do, and I feel like I should get paid for the work that I'm doing. And that's a totally okay thing to say. I think any startup founder who thinks that's unreasonable, they're the ones being unreasonable. And so really, at the end of the day, James, it comes down to what you're going to be giving to them. Now, right now, you have a kind of a loose structure where you're just kind of working whatever hours you want. If if that's a structure that you want to keep doing, where you just kind of help them... As much as you need, as much as they need, just whenever. And sometimes that means working a few hours. Sometimes that means writing code. Sometimes that means just getting on a phone call and answering their questions. If that's the structure you're going to have, you should not try to take equity. And the reason I say that is when you take equity from someone, you have to think of it like you're taking a salary from someone. There's going to be certain expectations that they have for you. Um, So that might mean, oh, hey, you need to put in 20 hours a week at least and you need to track your time and it needs to be very formal. Sometimes it's 40 hours a week. Sometimes it's more than that. If the founders are smart, that's the kind of arrangement that they're going to set up. So if that's something that, that they're looking for, where they need someone who's at least like half time or full time or even just 10 hours a week, and it's a solid 10 hours a week they need you for, then yeah, equity is totally fine thing to ask for. But if you're just going to be kind of ups and downs, like, well, a few hours here, a few hours there, sometimes there's nothing. Sometimes there's a lot of stuff. I would try to work out an hourly contract with them instead. Now, this goes into your question about, well, should I charge hourly services? Well, if, if you're going to charge hourly services, then I wouldn't ask for equity in addition to that because then things can get a little bit messy. I, I don't like mixing up having someone as a contractor and then also giving them equity. I feel like if you're going to do it at an early stage, it should be equity for a full time salaried employee or equity in lieu of not paying them a salary at all. I would not give equity to someone who's an hourly contractor. Now, that's not saying that you can't try to negotiate that. I mean, you could negotiate whatever you want, really. Uh, There's no rules uh, when you're doing this. But if I was the founder of that company, I personally wouldn't want to have an hourly employee get equity in addition to paying them for hourly services. I would want it to be much simpler than that, much more straightforward. Because you have to think of it this way. Let's say you have a few hours a week for him to work, like, Five to ten. Sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes it's a little. And you give up a slice of your equity to have him work for you, right? It can get a little weird when there's nothing for him to do, or like nothing for James to do. Basically, in this situation, what are you going to do? Are you going to pull the equity away? Like, what did you tie the equity to? Uh, What milestones were in place? Like, is it? Were you really just giving equity to have someone consult for a few hours at a time? Like, that's something that you want to keep in your pocket for actual mentors and advisors, like people who are going to be good looking people on your pitch deck. And I don't mean good looking like aesthetics. I mean, good looking like they were CEO of a Fortune 500 company and you want them on your pitch deck or you want them at board meetings or you want them to introduce you to people in a certain industry or something like that. That's where you want to keep the equity set aside for people who are kind of just off and on. But if you're talking about an hourly employee or an hourly contractor, you shouldn't give equity to someone like that unless you have a more formal structure in place. Now, this is what I've seen for everyone listening to this. This is this kind of structure I've seen work for early stage startups when they're bringing on someone like this. And this is what I would do if I was James too, because this is a very reasonable thing to do. I would say, okay, I will agree to work 20 hours a week. And in exchange for that, I want 2% equity, 3% equity. It really just depends on what the rest of the startup's cap table looks like. And what you think is fair based on where they're at right now, that's a really hard question to answer. We'd have to like dig into what the startup is doing right now, what they've done already and all of that stuff. But let's say you walk in and say, I want to work 20 hours a week for you. And I want, let's just say 3% equity in exchange for that. Well, that's totally reasonable. Then you put it in their court to say, okay, well, how many weeks or months do you want me to work 20 hours a week for that 3% to be like for that three percent to be exchanged, um, this is kind of this is what's called a cliff, typically, and this is used for for salaried employees too who have, have equity. And let me explain what that really means, real quick. So let's say I hire an employee at peer and I give all of our new employees two percent equity. Well, what if that new employee works for us for like three months and then leaves? Well, do they still get the two percent equity? Like, no, of course not. They shouldn't get the equity. That's why you put a cliff in place and you say hey, I'm giving you 2% equity, but it's you only get that 2% after you've worked here for a year. So once you've worked here for 12 months, I'll give you that 2%, okay? Um, so you're kind of setting it aside for them uh, for the future, and it incentivizes them to stick around for longer than a, a few months, right? And so it would be the same thing in this situation where you should walk in, tell them what percent you want, tell them that you're willing to work X number of hours a week or complete whatever milestone it is that they have in place right now. Uh, so if you're in sales, maybe it's like, I want to get 3% equity and in exchange, I'm gonna get you guys to $100,000 a month in recurring revenue, right? Whatever, whether it's a timeline thing where like, okay, I'll work for you for 12 months or if it's a goal-based thing where I wanna get you to 100,000 monthly recurring revenue or I wanna get you to that first product release if you're a developer, that's totally fine too. But whatever it is, walk in there with that. Now, if it's time release, then you wanna leave it in their court to say, okay, well, how long do you want me to work here in order for me to get that 2 or 3% or 5% or whatever it's going to be. Kind of let them start that negotiation. It's the same way if you negotiate a salary. Uh, there's a big thing when you're negotiating a salary. like You don't want to be the first person to give a number. And so th- th- I guess most of the people listening to this are startup founders. So th- this applies to you too. If you can try not to open up with an offer, then don't. Let the other person open up with an offer. But if you're, <laughs> if you're the other end of the table, like you should also try not to open up with an offer. Let them open up with an offer. But I think if you're walking in and you're the one who's trying to get the equity, I think it's reasonable to, to come with like half the terms, which is how much equity you want and how much you're willing to work. And then let them come with the other half of the terms, which is how long do you want me to be doing this before I get that actual two or 3%? Okay. A lot of this is negotiation. I mean, th- there is no handbook that tells you how much equity you should give an early employee or how much equity you should ask for as an early stage employee. It's really just what feels right to you based on the amount of work you're doing now and how much work you're going to do in the future. So anyway, James, I hope that helps. I hope this helps everyone else listening to this. Good luck, and hopefully you get a good deal. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. If you haven't already, we'd love it if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes. We're already up to over 20 reviews, and because of that, we've been able to spread the word about the podcast to more founders, which means more awesome questions to answer on the podcast. Also, if you want all the updates about all the podcast episodes we do and all the cool things we're doing at Launchpeer, head over to launchchat.io and subscribe to our podcast and you'll get an email digest every single week with all the latest episodes.